Hello everyone, my name is Brennan Marr, that noisy here is my ventilator. And as promised, I'm back. And welcome to Page Turners, They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. I just had family here this week. And they've all left now, and so I'm pretty sad, but I'm happy to be back on my podcast with you, my listeners. So, before I jump into our main topic, a bit of news over this past week. According to Variety, which is usually pretty spot on with the reporting as far as Star Wars is concerned, according to Variety, Ewan McGregor, the actor who played Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Star Wars prequel trilogy is in talks to play Obi-Wan Kenobi on a Disney Plus streaming series. Now, you may see a lot of headlines running around saying confirmed. But when last I checked, he was in talks was the official word. Now usually talks end up being fruitful. So I say the chances of of this news coming to fruition is quite high. And I think that that makes perfect sense to do the Kenobi idea as a series as opposed to a movie. And even though I'm not particularly fond of some of the aspects of Ewan McGregor's performance in the prequel trilogy. I am excited to have him back. What I mean by that is I don't think he was given the best material to work with in the prequel trilogy. Though admittedly, I thought he was extremely good, particularly in episode three. But I I think that with the proper quality control that hopefully Disney will have, I think that it's going to be wonderful. And I'm glad that they're bringing him back because if it's one person, or should I say one performance from the prequels that people aren't too bothered by, and generally quite like, it's Ewan as Obi-Wan. So that's the news there. I, for one, hope it happens. The second item, before we jump into our main topic, is, according to The Hollywood Reporter, if I'm not mistaken, I may have the wrong publication, but according to them, Benioff and Weiss have clarified their role in the new Star Wars trilogy, which will be coming out in the next decade. The, the duo is um, committed to writing the screenplay for at least one of the three. They are, however, writing a story treatment more than a treatment, actually, an outline 
of basically the story idea for the entire trilogy. The overall story. But they are committed to writing at least the screenplay for the first one. Mind you, they said at least. So they could be writing the screenplay for the others as far as we know. But they're committed to writing the screenplay for at least one. But I am glad that there is going to be a, at least according to them, a, a general idea of where the trilogy is going. A story arc that Benioff and Weiss will be responsible for. Um, and hopefully all goes well. Now, I said it before and I'll say it again. Benioff and Weiss, the writers and producers and showrunners of Game of Thrones, have only directed like two or three episodes apiece of Game of Thrones. Therefore, it is more likely that they will not be directing the this new Star Wars trilogy. I do not believe that that has been officially said. But it looks like they're going to be writing and producing and kind of being the brains behind the operation. This then begs the question, who is going to direct? Now, Ryan Johnson claims he is still working on his trilogy, but I find it highly suspect that his trilogy will ever be made. Because unless Lucasfilm is planning to release the Ryan Johnson trilogy in between the Benioff and Weiss trilogy, we may have to wait till the 2030s to get Ryan Johnson's trilogy. And I highly doubt that they would have it planned out 11 years in advance. I'm not saying that Ryan Johnson is lying or spreading misinformation. I just don't understand where his trilogy is going to fit. Though it is always possible that movies will come out in between the Benioff and Weiss trilogy. Uh, which will be two year gaps in between each of the Benioff and Weiss films. So, yeah, uh, there is, however, the remote possibility that Ryan Johnson may be the director who Benioff and Weiss hire. But that has not, that does not seem to be the case based on everything that we have heard. But Lucasfilm has not told us a whole lot other than the Benioff and Weiss information about their involvement and the release dates of the movies. Further than that, we really don't know. So, that's the news. Also, this weekend is D23. There will probably be some news regarding the Rise of Skywalker and regarding the Mandalorian. D23 is the Disney Expo. I will keep you posted. With that being said, let us discuss our rather brief topic today.
Now, when you laugh when I when you hear the topic, because you'll say, "Well, how in the world is that going to be brief?" I'm just going to throw out a couple of ideas and get straight to the point. The idea is, who is the Skywalker who will rise in the Rise of Skywalker? Now, I've talked about this before, but bear with me. Yesterday, there was a poll on Twitter as to who should rise. Ben Solo, Luke, Anakin, or Leia. But someone in the comments said, why isn't there an all of the above? And I wanted to comment, and I didn't. Why, why does there just have to be one? Now, I, I'm not casting shade on the person who posted the poll. I'm just saying, for my money, I don't see it as simply as, simply as a one person. So let's go through each of them in turn. The most obvious in the mind of some fans is Ben Solo. Ben Solo will cast off Kylo Ren, be redeemed, and take up the mantle of Skywalker. Now you may say, well, he's not a Skywalker, but his mom is. And the only reason he's not called Skywalker is just because he adopted the last name of his dad. And he, the truth of the matter is all of us only adopt the names of our fathers because as our last names because that's a just tradition. What's to stop us from adopting the last names of our mothers? Okay, that being said, so Benzel. I think it is very highly likely that he will redeem himself and will rise in the sense of being redeemed and embracing his true heritage and destiny. Okay, Luke. Luke is also a fairly obvious thought. When I first heard the name of the movie, that was my immediate thought. Now, what does that mean? Well, it could mean Luke is, is resurrected. It certainly could. I'm going to go out on the limb and say no. What I think it means is if Luke is the Skywalker who rises, then it means maybe it's his legacy that rises. Maybe through Rey, or through his redeemed nephew. Someone's got to continue the legacy of Luke Skywalker. So I think that it could be the rise of Luke's legacy. And now Anakin. Now this is a very interesting one. Anakin. How could Anakin rise? Well, I don't think Anakin's coming back from the dead. What I do think, though, is if a Skywalker rises, that is also the rising of the Skywalker legacy. And Anakin is kind of the progenitor of that legacy. We, we can't forget Shmi, though. I mean, to be honest. Oh, speaking of, Anakin only got his last name from his mother. 
So in a way, it's also the rise of Shmi. Because it's her legacy. It's her progeny. So the rise of Anakin could be the rise or the redemption of the legacy of the Skywalkers. Because we have seen throughout the three trilogies that the course of the Skywalker families have been failure and redemption. All the more reason to suspect that Ben Solo will be redeemed. The next one is Leia. How could Leia rise? Well, I don't think Leia is going to die in this movie. Could she rise to become the leader of the galaxy? That's certainly a possibility. The Republic does not exist. If the First Order is decimated, who's going to take over the galaxy? Who's going to rule the galaxy? Leia could rise as the leader of a new organization. Or, or her, her son, quite possibly. But I think Leia could rise herself. Perhaps Leia also embraces the Force within her and becomes a Jedi. I, I highly doubt that, just because it's not already happened. And with Carrie Fisher's unfortunate death, they don't have a lot of footage with which to do something like that. Unless they could find a very interesting way to do something like that. I could see it more as Leia rising as the leader of the galaxy. So those were the four options on the poll. But there's another one I'd like to consider, and that's Ray. Ray is not a Skywalker. I think we can all be clear on that. Unless they pull some weird curveball on us, but uh, I like the idea of Ray being quote unquote nobody. Ray, though not a Skywalker, is certainly a the recipient of the legacy of Skywalker, having been taught by Luke, having been given wisdom from hanging out with Leia, having learned and studied about the Jedi, particularly about the history of Anakin. Notice, in the movie, she knows the story. How she knows that has yet, been, has yet to be revealed. But regardless, she is a, she continues the legacy, even if she's not blood related. And if, if, just say, let's just say if, she and Kylo Ren end up together as a romantic couple, she becomes part of the Skywalker family. Whether or not that happens, I think it is clear that Rey will take up the mantle of Skywalker, even if that's not her name. And then the next answer I'd like to propose to you about who is the Skywalker who rises, everybody I just listed.
Anakin, Luke, Leia, Ben, and Ray could all, in their own way, rise and be this rise of Skywalker in a collective fashion rather than a singular fashion. Or it's any combination of the of the six people that I listed. But I think in I think I'm gonna say right here and now all six people Anakin, Luke, Leia, Ben and Ray will rise. Those are my thoughts on who is the Skywalker who rises. My name is Brendan Barr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator, and thank you for tuning in to Page Journeys They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.